My question today is, what is the true wisdom? Now begin this with a vision. This vision starts in a little boat, crossing the seas, crossing the waters, shining waters, gentle waters. And this little boat has no, no guide. I'm just sitting in this little boat. And the little boat itself is carrying me over the water. I trust the boat and I trust the water and I trust where we're going to this large, large island up ahead. And as the boat is getting closer to the island, it finds an inlet, a long inlet. The boat travels up the inlet. The inlet is getting narrower and narrower, and the hills gently coming down on each side. The land is gentle. It looks like a lush forested land. It looks like a happy land. The little boat is taking me further up this inlet, far away from the open water, further in, further in. And then the water begins to widen into a bay, not a large bay, but an ending of this inlet. And at the far end of the inlet, a magnificent sight. Stone steps, white stone steps, leading right into the water. And going up and up and up, high, high, to a, in, onto a building, like a pyramid or a temple. The little boat takes me to these steps and I step out and start to climb. The steps are lovely and smooth and white and well built and young. They're not old, crumbling. This is not a monument nor a relic. This is new. The stones go up and up steps carry me further and further but there's no effort because this is a vision a bodiless vision requires no breath or effort to go up these steps and at the very top is a platform of the same white stone a large space, just a plaza. It is brilliant, almost hard to look at. The white stone, the brilliant sky, the light here is absolute. And there are many people, forms or beings up here. 
not alone at all. There's movement. There's quietude. And then I notice in the center of this platform a pillar of light, a streaming pillar of light. I see shapes coming in and out of that pillar of light. And as they come out of that pillar of light, they seem to take shape. They seem to become people, shaped like people. And as they enter back into that streaming pillar of light, they dissolve. And there's this coming and going. My curiosity arises. Can I do that? Can I walk into that pillar and dissolve like that? Then the voice speaks to me. No, you are a receiver. You sit in the perimeter of this plaza and you receive. You receive through your being, through your brain, through all that you are, and you receive what is being given to you to give to others. And so I do, I sit down and just watch, but no sooner have I sat down way, then I feel a small pillar of light or energy pouring down on top of my head, pouring into my senses and through my body. And I hear again more internally, you are a receiver. So back to the question, what is the true wisdom? What is wisdom? Where does it come from? How is it found? How do we know if it's wisdom or not? As a receiver then, I will listen to the answer to that question. The very universe, the very creation, the wholeness of it all is born of and sourced of intelligence, is sourced in wisdom. born of wisdom. Wisdom is the ultimate intelligence. And the greatest mind that ever there was and is and always shall be is that intelligence and that wisdom. That which many in the world call God is that wisdom and that intelligence. 
and many in the world throughout infinite eons of time have called that source stream by many names. The One, the Nameless, the Absolute, the Supreme Mind, the Supreme Being, the Creator. It matters not what your human mind may name it. It is what you are sourced from yourself, what you are modeled from and by. You are modeled to be a receiver. All living embodiments are receivers to some extent. They are receivers of the life force. They are in the progress, in the process of evolving their life forms and their intelligence, whether it be an animal or plant. A human is an epitome of development with the capacity for receiving intelligence for receiving wisdom. The question is, what is wisdom? Wisdom is the, the knowledge of existence. It is the gnosis, the knowledge of the whole. It is a spherical, all-encompassing all knowledge of what creation is, what is creation sourced of, and what is its purposes, what is the purpose of living embodiments, what is the purpose of the human living embodiment, what is the purpose of the universal embodiment, what is the blueprint within it all. Wisdom is this all-encompassing knowledge held in creation. It is streaming from the very source of the creator. It is streaming from the very source of creation. The luminous Egg, the luminous energy, the luminous absolute. Wisdom being that knowledge or that intelligence of the whole creation in all its many, many aspects is what the human being is modeled and mapped to be a receiver of and to know. And so the human being is potentially a magnificent part of creation. Um, an embodiment with the ability to host such intelligence. The wisdom itself does not belong to a human being. 
is not stemming from or being generated by that human being, but is being received. And in order for a human being to receive that wisdom, they must have the maturity, the development, and the readiness to yield, to open, and to gather, to integrate, to understand, and to have their life ruled by that wisdom that flows in to their being from their source. Wisdom is the living stream of animation and life that sparks life into all cellular matter. Wisdom is the very purpose for birth, for death, for eons and ages, for days and nights and years and months and lives. Wisdom. Wisdom is the energy that flows through the universal genetics of form inspires the beauties of creation, the magnificence of forms in creation. A human being inspired by this stream of creative principle is an artist, is an unlimited artist. One could say, Wisdom is a gift, the gift that flows from the endless wellspring of the source of being itself, the living stream that pours out continually, animating all substance into shape, into ever-moving, ever-evolving shapes. Wisdom shapes the flowers, the animals, the rock formations, the seas, the stars, the suns. Wisdom is beauty. Wisdom is synchronicity. It is ultimate order. It is the infinite patterning that shapes and shapes and shapes all worlds. You are born of that. You are shaped. Your body, your brain, your brain paths, your very mind and heart, an egoic will force, are shaped of the intelligence of God, the intelligence of the infinite absolute. How can one trust wisdom? How can one trust if this is wisdom? This question is answered 
by looking at this human being in their complexity, in their staging, and in their development. If one considers oneself separate, a ruler of their own universe, one who controls existence within their own life, within their own self, and is not part of this universal beingness, then that is not wisdom. That is a self-generated intelligence with limited pathways, a self-serving intelligence that gains for itself. Its actions are based on this self-based reality. A self-based reality seeks to gain its own survival, its own wealth, its own dominance, its own well-being, its own safety. This sounds like the animal world. The animal world is faultless in itself in that it is self-seeking to survive and exist. For the most part, the self-serving the self state of the animal world is lacking that opening, that mapping to receive that universal life stream, that universal wisdom. They do not host the capacity and the spark to know what they are a part of when they look at the stars, if they ever do. So a human being who is singular and cut off and has no development in their consciousness to know they are part of the infinite, they are part of the whole, and that all they are stems and streams from the whole and is created by that source that some call God, that some call Yahweh, and thousands of names throughout this colorful history. Then that is not wisdom. If it is self-centered, self-based, arising from one who feels separate and singular, and whose world is made of what is available to their immediate senses. Wisdom is that which comes through, descends within, is received from the very source of creation itself. Wisdom is the gift of God. Corinthians 4 True wisdom is the gift of God. We'll give first reading of that passage from Corinthians. 
Yet among the mature, we do impart wisdom, although it is not a wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are doomed to pass away. But we impart a secret and hidden wisdom of God, which God decreed before the ages for our glorification. None of the rulers of this age understood this, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as, as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear has heard, nor the heart of man conceived, what God had prepared for those who love him. God has revealed to us through the Spirit. What the Bible is speaking of there is this understanding that we are enjoined. We are a species, an embodiment that is meant to know itself in a far bigger, grander way. To know that we are part of the stars and part of the universe and part of the source of the universe. And that the universe itself isn't just a vast material entity, but it is living energy. It is a creation of a dream, of a vision, of an intelligence, and a beauty that has a source. That there is an intelligence so vast within all of this and all this order and patterning and the organ systems of all the animals and the organ systems and the biological systems of all the planets. There is an intelligence there that is beyond our conception. And yet it is that very intelligence that flows into what we are and gives us identity and direction and purpose. It gives us joy and it gives us artistry and magnificent works of art. We are the embodiments of wisdom. We are potential embodiments of the infinite knowledge. This is who we are. And as we evolve and wake up and mature, as the words say, we become to know this. We become to shape our world we become selfless people who know we are part of a much bigger self. We become people who use our egos and our minds to serve the whole. We don't choose our small self over the vast self. And we don't choose our singular embodied physical self as more important than all the selves around us. 
We think as one. We act for the whole. And we hold as our central principle of being love and respect and honoring and celebration and praise. We seek joy and the real actions that generate joy, which is serving others in love, seeing them freed and healed and relieved and met. We run our countries on these principles and we see other countries as just parts of ourselves. We let go of egoic separation. We let go of fear, fear of each other. This is who we are evolving to be, creatures of wisdom.